Welcome to a special edition of Talk 10 Tuesday. We're celebrating Health Information Professionals Week, HIP Week, sponsored by the American Health Information Management Association. They educate health information professionals to ensure the patient stays connected to their data throughout the healthcare process. Certified professionals keep healthcare information human. During this special program, we'll meet three successful HIP professionals. We'll hear their stories and learn why each chose a career as a health information professional. We'll hear from Lori Peters, a global privacy officer with Orion Health. Sarah Troop will join us to describe her journey into telehealth and virtual care. And we'll hear from Shannon Swafford, who manages coding process improvement for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. These are the voices of HIP, HIP Voices. Now here's a voice familiar to many, Chuck Buck, program host for Talk 10 Tuesday and the publisher of ICD-10 Monitor. Thank you, Clark Anthony. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special Talk 10 Tuesday edition with our recognition of HIP Week. It's a week-long celebration sponsored by the American Health Information Management Association, or as we know them, AHIMA. Health information professionals are trusted by patients and providers alike. They protect, interpret, and transmit data that is sensitive about a patient, making sure that data is available when and wherever it's needed. And most of all, they keep that data personal, because when it's personal, it's relevant. And in no time in our current healthcare history has the work of HIP professionals been put to the test, as it has been during the outbreak of the current coronavirus pandemic that continues to this day to test the ingenuity and resourcefulness of the HIP personnel. So here now with her story is Sarah Troop. I became the primary coding subject matter expert for all telehealth services, which was a pretty minor task back in 2019. So we had about 600 virtual visits a month, and our healthcare system is the largest in the state with 16 hospitals, hundreds of multi-specialty clinics. We've got about 3,500 physicians and advanced practice providers. So with just the 600 visits a month, it was only about 10 hours a month of my time. So it was a small part of my additional job duties. But then when the COVID-19 pandemic started a year ago, we shifted pretty quickly to virtual care. So all of a sudden, everyone was interested in virtual care, and I became the primary coding expert on virtual care and then everything COVID-related. Pre-pandemic, we had, like I said, we averaged about 600 virtual visits per month. And by April of uh, 2020, we averaged about 27,000 per month. So that is an exponential growth. We have continued to see interest from both our patients and providers in virtual care. Our patients really like it. Our providers really like providing that service. Outside of just the necessity of connecting with patients virtually, to reduce exposure to COVID, we have projects that have popped up in the last year with the intention of having longevity beyond the end of the public health emergency. We have created programs such as Hospital at Home that relies heavily on virtual care, and that's intended to be a long-term service that we provide to our patients, where the patient can receive hospital-level care in the comfort of their home. And we have more and more providers added every day to begin virtual care services. And we will definitely continue integrating that within our workflow, I think throughout all specialties. There's definitely some restrictions where that in-person 
um, patient care is still necessary, but virtual care, while there wasn't a lot of interest before the pandemic, now that our providers were kind of forced to acclimate to it, they see the benefits and that they can actually reach and access patients um, in a wider area more frequently, and they can provide a high level of care virtually. So over the last year, I've worked with so many different amazing people throughout Revenue Cycle and my team, and we've just really focused on ramping up our virtual care program to prevent exposure for both our patients and our healthcare workers to the COVID-19 virus. So yeah, that's kind of been my professional journey to where I am today. Lori Peters picks up where Sarah left off describing her journey. I'm excited to be here today discussing my journey in the HIM career realm. I've known since I was, I don't know, middle school that I wanted to enter the career of HIM or at that point it was medical records. But my mom, my grandma, my two aunts all worked in different aspects of healthcare in the same hospital Incidentally, I was born in that hospital. Because of this, I became very comfortable in the hospital environment. I knew I wanted to work in that career path, but I also knew that I wasn't going to do very well in direct patient care just because of my personality. So I landed on what was then called medical records. It just so happened that the community in which my family was from and and where I was from had a medical records program at the college, and so that's where my journey began. Lori is proud of the education and training she received from AHIMA, and it was put to the test in a very big way for Lori. I was given an opportunity to work for a healthcare company that has multi-state presence. I worked as a regional HIM director under a national umbrella. I live in North Dakota, so that was kind of a big role for me. And as you can imagine, kind of nerve-wracking. Was I ready for this? Can I do this? But I took it on. I used the skills that I learned to that point, my people skills, my leadership skills, my team-building skills, and just general practice skills And coupled that with the HIM experience and knowledge that I had. And I'm very proud of the work effort that went into that and and how we achieved the goals that were set forth for me in that role. During my time there, I used all those skills and I brought together 13 separate healthcare facility HIM departments into one cohesive group using more standard policies, standard processes as we go through the HIM world. And we also underwent a single EMR deployment. Prior to that, we had organizations that were in different stages of EMR implementations, and we decided to move everybody under one EMR. And so we went through that, and that was phenomenal for me. In that role, I used a lot of the same skills that I talked about, and we achieved all of the outcomes that were set forth to us from leadership. So I I have to say that was probably my best demonstration of my experience and my expertise thus far as an HIM professional. 
Thank you, Lori. The next voice you hear is that of Shannon Swafford, who today is applying her training and education she received from Ahima on the payer side of the business. What I really love about being in healthcare is the business and the operations of healthcare, and also I love health policy. I really enjoy solving challenging problems, and we certainly have plenty of those in the industry. But what currently gets me super excited is the impact of operationalizing health policy and regulatory requirements. I currently work for a health plan and trying to figure out how to pivot from managing care and revenue cycle processes. We're now learning how to manage the release of information. Health information management departments in the provider world has been the go-to team, really, for release of information for so many years. In the landscape of today's electronic opportunities and regulatory changes, health plans will become an information exchange mecca for healthcare. It's really challenging, but it's incredibly fun and exciting to be able to apply our health information management experience and expertise to a new stakeholder in the space of exchange of health information. A current project that I get to work on that really helps me show the value of HIM professionals is being part of the Information Governance Steering Committee. And the reason I was asked to join this is truly because of my understanding of data that I've gained from being a health information management professional. We're making enterprise policy recommendations, piloting new processes and projects to see what works well, and constantly maturing our data governance program and strategy. This is incredibly special to be a part of from a personal perspective, but also as an HIM professional. You may remember Electronic Medical Records and Meaningful Use back in 2011 and then, you know, post that. HIM professionals seem to lose a little bit of ground in the management of information because the industry misunderstood the impact of putting the ownership into the hands of IT professionals without having the input of content experts. HIM professionals are data content experts, and this project really gives me the opportunity to show the value of HIM professionals to the enterprise as a whole. I've really had an exciting HIM career that has led me down so many different paths to be able to bring together the management of the information flow through provider organizations, and now I get to be part of that in a payer organization, and it's pretty exciting. To say that Shannon's excited about being in healthcare would be a huge understatement. Never have I ever been bored in a healthcare job. It is insanely challenging every day with something new. And even if you have enough time to work through a new policy or a new change and really implement it well, you still find out all the downstream impact that wasn't considered. So then you're still having to adjust and, and either make some changes in your initial implementation or adjust some downstream processes. So for me, it's never been boring. Thanks, Shannon. That was Shannon Swafford describing her excitement about being a health information professional. So there you have it, three very hip professionals, all of whom are enjoying their careers in healthcare and grateful to AHIMA for the training and education they received. All of us here at ICD-10 Monitor and Talk 10 Tuesday salute the valuable work being done every day by the folks at AHIMA. 
And we thank Lori Peters, Sarah Troop, and Shannon Swafford for sharing their voices with us here during this very special edition of Talk 10 Tuesday. Talk 10 Tuesday is a production of ICD-10 Monitor.